Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Trust Ball. Today I have with me your favorite art teacher, mm. Christy Clermont. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I want to give you the chance to introduce yourself. So tell us a little bit about you and yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, I, as you just said, I'm Christy Clermont. I'm originally from Athens, Georgia, and then by way Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and I am an art teacher and edu well, educator and an artist by profession now. But I originally was into criminal justice and sociology and working with women and children. And I did what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Right? No way. Yeah, it was crazy. So when I was in Atlanta going to school, yeah, I worked with. Um, I worked at the city of, worked, he did an internship with the city of Atlanta in pretrial and worked with like criminals and domestic violence victims and all of that. And that's amazing. Yeah, that's what I was going into, but it's very draining. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot, but you know, I got married and my husband's Haitian. And so he's mm -hmm. felt called to come back home and you know work and be with his family and i was like i'll come too because i first visited haiti in 2012 and i fell in love with haiti and it's taken some years to get adjusted but <laughs> mm -hmm. fully adjusted but it's a i think it's a beautiful place to be i worked mm -hmm. at yeah christian school for four years as their i was a i came in as a sub and then i became their art teacher and I love working with kids and I feel I found my now I'm independently um, my own entity now. And I have my office in Pechonville, Port-au-Prince. Mm -hmm. And I work with, I started another company, Leadership Academy, uh, with a co-worker, well, co-founder. And I've started Bloom IT and I do Shea Christie. So I, I'm pretty busy all the time. <laughs> I see. <laughs> we have that in common, the entrepreneurship aspect yeah. of it all. Yeah. So, okay, I'm very curious. What made you transition from criminal justice to um, the, the favorite art teacher? I'm very curious. Okay, like, how did you transition from one to the other? Um, I transitioned because, mainly because I made a choice um, in moving here. Well, first, it's hard to transfer, like, the laws from the states into Haiti, first of all. Mm -hmm. But I'm really, like, a sociologist at heart, so I've, um, I, I did, I did double major criminal justice and sociology, and so I was really about the human factor of that, and I feel I use my degree. I, it's kind of, and a lot of people are like, mm -hmm. what? But I really feel like I still use my background in dealing with people on a day-to-day basis um, because, you know, it's just the human effect. But, yes, I, I, I really found my calling in dealing with art. And when I came here, I wanted to do something that I loved. And already working in the court systems, it was, it was just so tiring in the sense mm -hmm. of just taking on all of the weight of people basically mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's like sometimes energy can go through you and go in back into the ground but I was coming home from work and it would just still be on me because of everything wow. that I saw and what I saw 
was very heavy stuff that you don't like. The stuff that makes the news is like the tip of the iceberg of what you see, what really goes on. <laughs> I can only imagine how yeah. heavy it could be. Yes, yeah, but I do understand the um, humanitarian, if I may call it that, mm -hmm. aspect of it all because um, I think there's a certain parallel between what you used to do and what you're doing now mm -hmm. because it still involves being um involved in people, mm -hmm. and people's lives and people's um progress and you know so mm -hmm. we're gonna dig into that a little more mm -hmm. um but in the meantime why do you call yourself or your art or your um what you're doing, Shikristi. Oh, what is what does it mean? What oh, is that? it's just everything. It's like I want my art to exude me and where I've mm -hmm. been my life. And mm -hmm. I want it to exude like if you walked into my house, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you walk into someone's home, you feel their spirit, you feel their energy. And that's what I want to exude in my art. I want it to be a piece of me, you know. Mm -hmm. My art is very, there. it's my babies and I, you know, rarely put out <laughs> things <laughs> that I don't feel strongly about or take time to, to manifest on canvas. So that's, that's where Shea Christie came from. It's like, mm -hmm. okay. then it was my, cause I used to be soul craft productions while I was in Atlanta. And then when I came to Haiti, it was like a rebranding of myself and then learning, you know, like, okay, Shay. It sounds very inviting. It's like, yes. welcome to my world, welcome to my art, mm -hmm. and exclusive. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So tell us a little bit more about um, the, the business that you just started. No, okay. No, 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 no. Let's backtrack. That's like too forward. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you started working at Kiskeya, and what are the grades you started working with? I worked, I started with sixth grade. Oh. And then like, when I became the art teacher, I worked with pre-K all the way through 12th grade. So I taught everybody. I have to say that the educational system in Haiti does not include art per yes. se. Mm -hmm. And only certain schools have it in their curriculum yes uh -huh. um when i started i was an after school art specialist and i would go just like you from kindergarten to fifth grade mm -hmm. um, and the way that i would uh, integrate art as project learning systems it was just like okay whoa that's some other level mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. and you can actually integrate art in math Mm -hmm. science oh yeah biology mm -hmm. and language and everything did you like tell me a little bit about your experience as an art teacher at Kiskeya and going from kindergarten to sixth grade um I I enjoyed it because I was able to build my own curriculum so nice. I built my own curriculum off of the um, principles of art and design you know um and I've I went to the different teachers and said, are there projects, if there are, if they arise, or if you can tell me now, where I can plug them in, I will do mm -hmm. so. 
So I wanted to create a community amongst the other teachers and I wanted to find out what they were doing because art can be a bridge in how to yes. learn. Yeah. And if I find out that, and then first of all, my room was a hangout spot. And so even after, mm -hmm. even before when school, you know, school started at a certain time, but you know, they have morning time and then they have after school. I had kids in my room all the time. So if I could, you know, encourage them without really making it seem like it's learning, then I would do so. And so that was my experience. It's kind of like, especially with little kids, and see, so we, I, well, it was very interesting because I will add, I worked at a Christian school. So the challenge was to reflect God in art, hmm. Re reflect who God is and different um, messages of, you know, being, being Christ-like or, you know, being a, a good person through art. Mm -hmm. And a lot of places don't really say that. So I had to get a little bit creative on mm -hmm. <laughs> building what that is. I mean, there's a few foundational things, but overall, like to really teach lessons and everything, you know, you really have to dig deep. And from pre-K to, um, to high school, I would see where places were are missing and where things needed to be added on to. And I would just plug it in there and add yes. art history or anything else. It was very, it was a lot of fun. So based on what you just said, what, what was the most challenging moment, would you say, in um, trying to integrate that in the curriculum or working with kids altogether? Um, like, because people didn't believe, <clears throat> it was hard for them to see like God in art. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you, you know, but I, I, I flipped it and said, God is the ultimate artist and mm. everything is art. Nature is art. There's art to anything, how you cook, how you dress, how you interact, oh, yes. <laughs> how you talk to people. And I really broke it down into like a certain formula, which is the, um, it's like the scientific method, but I'm flipped it into like how we plan our projects and I you could literally I would literally that was my foundation on everything everything I spoke about planning your art project from when especially I really worked it in from middle school all the way to high school I, I touched on it here and there where they knew about it all through elementary but when we got to middle school where they could really write down and apply and you know I well even some of elementary because they were able to do that, um, really planning out their projects, having meaning to something. What, what is your why? Why are you doing this? Why did you choose that color? I love the why part of it. Yeah. And then like, can you tell me based off what I've taught you? So I've taught you terms. Can you apply those terms to your why? And you would have to get up and talk about your project. What, why did you do that? And I would not accept because, and I just wanted this color and you know, so, mm -hmm. We, and, and I started that with young kids because I know we, the principal of elementary, so I had three bosses kind of, I had elementary, wow. middle school, high school, and then there was the director. And so elementary introduced um, reading time mm -hmm. and, and how reading, because reading scores were low at a certain time. And so mm -hmm. she wanted reading to 
be connected to each subject. I didn't have to, but I would print out stories, have this kid sit in a circle and read the art history part of a lesson. Wow. Talk to me about it. And then, so we, I would try to merge in different aspects of what was going on outside. So it wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be a foreign country when they walked into my room, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's completely different. I, I really love that method. Um, it reminds me the method of learning through art mm -hmm. and how you can introduce critical thinking and self-expression and communication mm -hmm. and, um, you know, just the curriculum of any subject. Of course. Um, and it brings me back to like this thing that I strongly believe in when it comes to teaching art, which is cause and effect. Of course. For example, it's like if I do this, that is because. Uh -huh. And if I use this crayon and I press really hard on it, it's because I wanted to convey this message or this emotion, or mm -hmm. I think. I thought it would look much better this way because mm -hmm. um, have you been, have you encountered a situation where you have used art to solve a problem? Let's say in a child that is trying to express themselves or that is trying to understand a subject that is hard to them. Have you used it as a tool to make it better for them? And if so, what, like, give us an example of that um. if you can. Sometimes when I notice that um, there's a lack of morale, or especially in young kids, if there's something going on with them, there's a trend. Mm -hmm. um, we do we do free draw, and yeah. how, how I do free draw is I might put on jazz music, or I free draw can get very dangerous. <laughs> it can. So I'll put something on the board um, that has limitations. So after like five, 10 minutes, I'll say, okay, I'll put a word on the board. Um, anger, mm -hmm. love, sad, you know, something like that. What does that mean? And then I'll say, who wants to share? And they, and then, and then I give, I always give students the opportunity to talk to me privately if they don't want to share openly. And mm -hmm. there was a boy who had nightmares and night terrors and he literally drew like a crazy thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And we talked about it. I referred him to the counselor. And so that's, I feel like those situations I can detect mm -hmm. emotional issues, issues at home, because we do, in, in my classes, we do a lot of discussion. I call it like art counseling, where mm -hmm. I usually used to, especially the older they get, the more um, freedoms they get. So the younger kids would see the high school kids a lot. And they would say, I can't wait till I get into high school or middle school where I let them choose their seat. And then I sit, you know, they'll have a, there was small class size. So if there was multiple tables, I would take turns and sit at the tables and just be talking to them while they're doing their art. And then mm -hmm. um, we would use color to express emotion. So those different things. Um, if there was a subject on math, like measuring, because, you know, a lot of the basic skills, either you have them or you don't, and sometimes they come up, a lot of times they used to come up in art, note-taking, you know, measuring math and yeah. adding. Those things come up. So if you don't um, have that foundation, I have to, I'll reteach it to you. 
or I'll find a way to reteach it to you. So those, and that happens multiple times. <laughs> mm -hmm. You see, you know, you see little areas or you see big areas and then you're able to help them with a project or show them a technique on how to, how wow. to do things, yeah. So I'm gonna come back a little. I have been, um, well, just like you, I was a biology major, pre-med student. Well, not Ooh. just like you exactly, but <laughs> I had a totally different major. And then I decided to become an artist. And why is the reason I did is because um, when the earthquake happened in Haiti, I felt this emotion of, okay, life is about, like, life is precious. And this is this is something that I have to take seriously. Exactly. So I decided to go for who I was. Mm -hmm. And I decided to um, go towards the art world. Um, and with that came the unapproving frown of my father and mother. Mm -hmm. so this is very typical of the Haitian community. And the thing is, when we grow up as children, at the very beginning of it all the first things that they give us are crayons yeah and, and they tell you to draw something and they praise you oh my god this is so cute no matter how bad it looks right mm -hmm. and it is the first tool of self-expression in a child i strongly believe and with time it becomes this thing that you have to drop for math and science and i don't know become a lawyer engineer teacher and um have you have you ever encountered this situation where a parent is like this kid needs to like stop art or they frown upon art or they dismiss it like yeah 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 it's just art oh, it's just all, a all the time all the time yeah. because especially now where i'm working with leadership academy which is trying to encourage kids to find their mission their why mm -hmm. And I also wish a Chrissy, I work with high school kids and some of them are encouraged or influenced by me. They want to do art even. And then I say, even if you are, if you want to go into art, be smart about it. And I try to encourage entrepreneurship at a young age. And some people yeah. are like, you know, that's cute. You know, <laughs> it's a cute hobby. But I tell them there's a range oh, that of things that have art in them it's not just this i think they have the starving artist in their mind that's a painter on the side of the road yes selling their art but you know <laughs> there's so many professions and and that's one thing i had displayed in my room um just like the hundreds of careers that you could go into art with and yeah. I, i've helped a, a few of my students build portfolios to go into art school i would encourage it and there's a and art school is not shabby. You have to have a certain standard. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh, trust me, I've not, tried. It's hard to get into. It is hard. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's not something that um, is for the faint of heart because one and then once you're in, like, oh, child, you got to stay in, fight, stay in, and fight, and and <laughs> so it's um and it's very competitive. So I think once parents open their and then. Okay, not even art. Everybody doesn't want to be a lawyer or a doctor. And you shouldn't mm -hmm. give that um, box to kids as this is what success. What was successful 30 years ago, 40 years ago, we're not there anymore. 
you know mm -hmm. and slowly you're starting to see young people not have the same ump for school and college like they used to be like our generation like we came college and we had shows like the different world and all these things where college was in the back of our mind these kids now they see kids doing it without going to college and they're like i don't need to go to college. <laughs> And with the pandemic, I see that certain things oh. are becoming obsolete, the way they do college, the yeah. even the process of applying, the process of getting ready to go and going on campus. These things have changed. So we have to look at life differently and mm -hmm. just and change with the times. And I tell parents all the time, what you're used to is not what your child is going to experience. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, I feel like it's it's interesting that you mentioned the pandemic during the pan pandemic is that was the time when i experienced the relevance of being an artist oh. that's when i received the most gigs that's mm -hmm. when people sought distraction not just distraction more like stimulation and right. you know to develop certain skills and honestly even at even at the very core, I feel like art develops certain things inside of you. Mm -hmm. While working as an artist myself, I felt that I have connected with more people. It's widened my sense of networking and accepting, acknowledging others' distinguished or specific style of thinking. It makes you, um, I think it develops your language it develops your acceptance of others being yeah. that other people have a certain way of functioning and it um it i don't know it's 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 in everything and it's i know you've mentioned that you know not everybody wants to go to college and etc but even people who are lawyers and doctors and engineers and what so when you have had art as a background or even in the in included or integrated in your education it widens your brain oh, yeah. it, it just makes Most you definitely. think differently mm -hmm. it makes you um as simple as planning the future you can actually see it in front of you and visualize it just because you're an artist mm -hmm. or not or just using art as a tool to and i've been doing um, like painting sips with you know certain groups um, mm -hmm. COVID is kind of picked back up here, so I, I kind of put a pause in it. But I've been doing art jams, which is a free event. You come with your art supplies after work, and wow. we have some drinks and music, and we jam out. You, it doesn't, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to stand over your shoulder unless you want me to. It's just an art jam. And we're talking. Mm -hmm. And I want, we've gotten some, um, um, a lot of interest in it and we've had some people show up but I really want to encourage adults to get their hands dirty it's even the texture of painting or the texture of your skin touching something and you getting involved in something creative and losing yes. the thought of what do you have to do over here and you got to go run this errand or you got to pay this bill when you lose that for a minute Mm. your blood pressure goes down you girl my smile chill. is stretching to my ears <laughs> because we're on the same page yeah i also teach pain and sips and the thing is everybody walks into that room so scared and i'm yeah. like 
nobody's going to have the same painting by the end of the night. Exactly. Get that in your head. Exactly. Because your style is not going to be this style. It's not going to be this style. And nothing mm -hmm. that you're going to do is going to make your painting better than the other or worse than the other. Exactly. It's yours. And to see that, okay, people walking scared. Oh, I've never painted before. It, I don't I, know if I can do it. And then they come up with something and they're like, oh. Oh, and I'm like, ah. Mm -hmm. ah. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fun. And you know what's fun to me is to see how people will see a picture and then translate it through themselves, you know? We and yes. the, everyone is different. And I and I mm -hmm. have I usually pause like in certain steps and I say, Oh, look at so and so. That's so cool that they're doing this technique. And then they're like, Wow. And then they and I just shout everybody out because it's so cool to see, okay, you got the basic and then you want to do your own thing. And it shows you that your mind, you are creative. Because I think somebody, some people just think they're just not creative because. They've never tried it. They've never tried it. But once you can do that. it, you can, you, and you can just be free. And I think it's a freeing process that. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to encourage more people to be a part of the arts, whether it's music or dance or the visual arts. You need to have that in your life. I encourage writing. Anybody who takes a class with me, we have sketchbooks. We are writing. We are talking about what some, well, how was your day? What happened today? How was your week? What happened good this week? What is the high? What is the low? We're doing all of that because that's a part of your art. That's a part of life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that almost reminds me of you're very close to art therapy in a sense, mm -hmm. um, to some extent. And in the long run, I feel like a um, world without art is irrelevant. For example, it, it could be as simple as, like you said, some people think that art is just like starving artists painting on a canvas, yeah. but watching TV an actor is an artist. Exactly. Cooking a chef is an artist. Mm -hmm. Even a person putting together uh, a program or a, you know, a project for a company is an artist. Mm -hmm. Because it takes a certain set of skills and it, uh, you visualize what you have in your mind and put it on paper and make it into something that is real and that can actually function is being an artist. So... Mm -hmm. I'm with you when it comes to integrating art and children development in the curriculum of schools mm -hmm. because um, I don't know it it just it shifts the way of thinking. I grew up in Haiti where you had to rester le son, which is like like vomit <laughs> words. <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah. Like, heart, like word for word, whatever you read in that book, you just had to vomit it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. When we had the exam. But do you actually understand what you're saying? Mm -hmm. it's, it's just like in literature and reading. Do you understand the reasoning that you're putting on paper? Or are you just saying things just to get the grade? Because in the long run, you can't defend an argument. You can enter a negotiation, a deal negotiation in the future. You cannot, um, you know, voice out your own ideas if you can't. Have a certain way of thinking. Put something together. Create. And mm -hmm. it's not just like painting on paper or canvas. It's more than that. It is. And I, that's why I think critiques are so important. 
oh. like art critique girl especially, i hate those <laughs> i mean it, it i didn't like them in school and i i but i it 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 um it sharpened me a little bit and i was able to sit back and say okay i can either i receive it or i don't you know but i i think it's really important for young people to learn how to speak to each other people in general yes. not just young people and mm -hmm. to to voice your concern and to voice anything without it being like the ultimate drama the ultimate conflict and mm -hmm. learning how to speak to people and mm -hmm. i think that's a way that art can can translate is um my students used to get on me because they used to be like missy you you make you your face tells you tells what you're thinking before you <laughs> <laughs> you have one of those faces oh yeah i make faces so i have to really like put the stale face on like hmm where are we going with this you know <laughs> what do you mean by that what's this color doing hmm you know and so they'd be like why are you making that face so okay that's a critique okay let me work on that but when we're um when we're doing critiques and just what is that i don't like that and i'm like mm -hmm. okay would you receive that well and but you wow. you notice how they how they translate into their friend relationships boyfriend girlfriend their mom oh, and dad everybody they're talking mm -hmm. the same way and i did the sandwich method with them in my class good and bad good they, and when they were off i say oh you left your sandwich at home that's what i was oh oh okay so we would just be like, oh, I'll be like, sandwiches, you left your sandwich at home. Mm -hmm. But they started doing that in their other classes because it worked. it worked. Because, exactly. Okay, mm -hmm. I can receive it better. You could tell me this is like, but ugly. But if you word it right, <laughs> I'll receive it better. <laughs> you know? See, it's the art of selling yourself. There it's, you go. Exactly. There you go. The art of yeah. selling yourself, accepting criticism and also being able to speak if you and I said and I also say if you want to defend something defend it you know oh, yeah. mm -hmm. so it teaches okay no I'm I, I want to put that stripe here I want to do this I want to add polka dots okay tell me why defend yourself mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so I think it's Missy do you want to be my favorite teacher <laughs> <laughs> I love it Man. Man, I miss I miss the classroom setting. So I'm trying to I have groups of little small little groups of kids, but I love working with kids because they are like literally your mirror, you know. Mm -hmm. Tell you what it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. They don't they're all in and at the same time they, they question everything. I love the younger kids because of that. But of course. And then they're not scared to get their hands dirty mm -hmm. and to try and i always say that you're not an artist until you get your hands dirty of course that's it um, yeah that's it so we're coming to the end of this podcast unfortunately i'm ah, um, yeah it's been yeah. <laughs> but do tell us where you are right now what you're working on and where we can find you Okay, right now, I well, I was currently doing like a ton of Black Madonnas because I was inspired by um, her in Haiti. But now I've kind mm -hmm. of, um, with everything going on in my life and just really reflecting on my past and my childhood, I'm doing a new series called Upon Developing My Black Self. 
and just really looking at how I viewed myself as a little black girl, as a girl in high, black girl in high school, black girl in college and black mama now, two boys, just really looking back. And it's a series with paintings and poetry and short stories that I'm compiling together. That's deep. That's that's no joke. (laughs) I'm really excited about it. And, you know, I've just been listening to songs where, and you know how a song can just take you back to where you were just sitting. Mm -hmm. And it just really is making me, because my mother's passed on, my father has passed on. So it's really like a deep reflective of like who I am, what I've been taught, and the good times that I've Mm -hmm. had. Really enjoying this and just having a good time with it. So that's what I'm working on now. You can find me at shaychristy.com, shay underscore Christy on Instagram, and Christy Clermont on Facebook. So yeah, that's where you can find me. (laughs) Amazing. It's been a pleasure to have you. I can't wait for this new collection. I have no idea what it's going to look like. but I just posted one painting on there today. Oh, I have to go back and check. And because yeah. I do own a few copies of your Black Madonnas and you I love do. them. And one thing I will say about you: when <laughs> I first met you, like you're just such a dope person. But you, you, you guys, when she she got my prints and my prints weren't good, and she's like, "Let me tell you that they weren't good." <laughs> but you know, I can receive that because she came again. You came to me like, "Girl, just let me tell you." You know. <laughs> And then the second ones came, and I was like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Thank you, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate your your openness to tell another sister what's up, because a lot of people (laughs) won't do that, and they'll go talk about her, but I appreciate that. I really appreciate you. You're an amazing artist, an amazing Mm. cook, chef. (laughs) It's interesting that people call me that. Listen, guys, I'm not a chef, okay? <laughs> I just love cooking. I love cooking. Well, I compared really to me, love cooking. you're like, where's your Michelin star right now? Because you're like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're going to get my teeth hurt. Okay. So don't forget Shay underscore on Instagram mm-hmm. and ShayChristy.com. Be on the lookout for sister doing amazing things. And I'm always watching and looking and looking forward to what you're about to put together with your team and your co-founders. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming on my platform. I'm deeply honored, especially that you're an art teacher actually impacting people's lives every single day that you think it or not respect and until next time until next time and keep doing what you're doing i love this platform i love thank it. you okay.